This is Radio Ronin announcer Ken Kruger. The Radio Ronin Show starts now. Whoopee! Hey everybody, welcome to the Radio Ronin Show. It's Monday. Wow, what a weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Uh, my goodness gracious, fall is upon us. Um, the leaves are starting to change. Are you yeah, guys seeing the feeling, leaves changing? feeling spooky. I couldn't be more excited about this. So we have a big show, a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, well, we uh, 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 let's just get going, shall we? <laughs> yes, let's do this. We got a big, huge set list. This <laughs> is crazy. Oh uh, today's show, by the way, I want to say a huge thank you. Today's show brought to you by Quench It. Hey, yeah. Quench It down in Lehigh, six eleven North, four hundred East in Lehigh. They're brand new. They uh, are extremely popular. They became instantly popular. I wonder how that happened. Oh, <laughs> instantly popular, Quench It. They have a secret formula. What now? What do they call these places again? They're called soda bars. Soda, soda bars. bars. It's, it's called bar. a soda bar. Yep. They have secret formulas that none of the other competing soda bars offer. They have Ooh. a completely unique formula, and they are very proud of this formula. And what I, as I understand it, the people that have gone there, are like, oh no, they have a secret formula. The, the no, Quench It formula. Actually, the Quench It formula is actually fantastic, mm. and people are really digging it. Uh, they also have unique drink choices like cookies and brownies. I don't even know Which how they do that. I don't know. I, I are, they are they blended? Are they blended? Cookies and brownies. Uh, it's happiness in a cup. Life happens. Quench it helps. And huge thanks to Angela for showing up at our trunk or treat on Saturday. Yeah. Giving out That's free drink coupons. Too. How cool is that? Yeah. I mean, really, really cool that uh, that she showed up and started passing out free drink coupons. And of course, I'm saying this as we're recording on Saturday morning. They the don't the, know the meetup has not happened for they us yet. The meetup hasn't happened yet. But thank you, Angela, it for showing great. up. The magic of podcasting. <laughs> By the way, Spencer is in a costume. You came in a costume. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um... You look like a stuffed sausage. Can I just tell you? <laughs> a stuffed denim sausage. You look, you look like Mariah Carey in a dress that's too small. Oh. Is what you look like. Oh. That's the nicest thing that I've heard. Oh. What? What? This is your. You're. You're going as Mario. Yes. Yes. In and costume. So I borrowed some overalls from Josh. Uh huh. Oh, is that what you did? Yeah. Yes. And okay. I thought we were good because Josh and I are roughly the same size. Yeah. 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 Apparently, he was a lot skinnier when he bought these a year ago. I was. You bought him a year ago? Yeah, I bought him, I bought him for a no, Halloween this is, costume. I thought you both were way, way down on your weight. I am. We the are. Well, they, they are just, yeah. Yeah, we are, but not as way down as he was a year I ago. I was wondering mm-hmm. what was going on because you're really squished into these things. Yeah, in fact, in I fact, had you're to, rocking some serious I, moose knuckles. Can I, I, just I had to wake Stephanie up and she helped me weasel my way into these. Really? No, don't don't yeah. open that. Don't tight don't. the buttons. Up. He's never gonna get a button back up again. <laughs> That's true. It took <laughs> us a half hour, Josh. <laughs> He's gonna fly off and like poke us right in the eye. It will help the love handles. No, trust me. It took us a half hour, Josh. <laughs> I'm not even joking. We were late recording because Stephanie was trying to get your button. Look at that. You've got to button it back up. Hurry and button it back up. Suck, John. Right, button right, it back up. Uh, no. Continue with the show. You have to get on your knees to do it, too. Like, oh, to, my uh, God. I'm not doing that. We'll did do you, get it, did you get it? Okay. We'll do it after the show. My goodness. Oh, wow. That was awkward. Well, I, I listen, I love that you're sacrificing to go in costume to the trunk or treat. Uh, Josh is also in costume for the trunk or treat. However, yeah. Chandler and I are, no. I'm, I'm a... Uh, <laughs> We're not, I'm no. a DJ. 
Yeah, that, that's my costume. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know we were doing. A, I didn't know we were. When you said that you wanted to go to the the trunk or treat as Carol Baskins, I went okay, thinking that you wouldn't actually do it. No, Josh says a lot of things like that, and then you know, like these, these grand ideas, and then he shows up and he's got his costume. We're like, oh no, he, he, yeah, he, you're he right, actually, like ready to go. He, he meant it. So I we did. have Mario, yeah. and we have Carol Baskins. No continuity at all. And then yeah. Chandler and I are not in costume. <laughs> Shannon is not in costume. I don't believe Ken is either. Ken and Kruger, Ken Kruger is Ken not in costume. costume. Oh, he I better know. be. No, I don't think I don't, he's in yeah. costume either. <laughs> I really wish I had checked the fit on this before I committed and shaved. <laughs> Poor Spencer. Uh, and now I, I have to really pee. Uh, yeah, good, good luck with that. Yeah. that You don't look comfortable. Can I just tell you? Do you want to go change? You can go change if you I, want. I have some no. pants. I can get you some pants. I'm definitely not fitting in your pants. <laughs> uh, wow. Hey, we have new patrons. Uh, yeah, we do. We had a huge week. Like, we did. Like a huge, huge week. Thank so, you to our new people who signed up. Yeah, so starting off with Marcus Torres. Marcus Torres just became a $10 super fan, so he gets Mar- the new... Marcus, Marcus Torres. Marcus Torres, yeah. Well, thanks, Marcus Thank Torres. Marcus. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. He gets the bonus shows. Appreciate it. Thank you. Then our uh, huge shout-out to our good buddy, Parker Lewis. Parker Lewis. Signed up as a $50 goblin. Yeah. Parker Lewis yeah. hockey player. Yeah. Thank you, Parker Welcome. Lewis. Parker Lewis. Thanks, brother. He's thank an absolute you. badass. Parker, thank you so much, wow. man. Yeah. Uh, also, big thank you to Corey Richens. Uh, they upped their pledge from $10 to $20. So they are yeah. now a, an official producer. Thank you, Corey, Corey Richens. Richens. Thank you, Corey. I think we've got Corey Richens. I think we've seen him uh, in Bash Music. Have we I not? think we have. He shows yeah. up. Yeah, he's yeah. a regular at Bash That's Music. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then Anna Bravo upped her pledge from $5 to $10. So she is now nice. a super fan. Gets Anna the bonus shows. So thank you so much, Anna. Thank you, Anna Bravo. And then our buddy Darren Phillips upped his pledge from $35.36 to $35.66 because his birthday was on March 5th, 1966. <laughs> hey. Well, there you go. So, thank you for letting us know what the number meant. Thank you very much, Semper Semper Fi. Fi. Uh, Semper Semper Fi. That was a great list. Great uh, list. Thank you to all of you. Yeah, uh, we we this is typically the time of year when when people start going, yeah, man, I'm throwing, I'm throwing down. It's, I, I'm joining the Patreon family. And uh, we couldn't be more happy right, with about Halloween. It. I so mean, much. this is this is what we do. We, we love this. Yeah, yeah. We, we're going to get some cool Halloween content. Oh yeah, mm. it's coming up. We we have this is what we have set up for you for the month of October. The owner of the Skinwalker Ranch, Brandon Fugel, is going to be on the show. Woo. We've also got um, Gary Carter Castle mm-hmm. coming in to do the show. We may or may not have Ben come in, or at yeah, least have him on yeah. the phone. We'll see what his schedule is. He's filming some stuff. Uh, we have tons of Halloween content. We have a paranormal AMA. Yeah, round part two. two. Yes. Part two. The paranormal AMA part two is coming up this week. Now, with so, that, I really, really hope that it goes better than the last time. Oh, Spencer was dying on the last oh, one. Man. It was. It, was oh. uh, it, it got everybody pretty freaked out. Uh, there were some people I apologize that got too freaked out to even listen to it. <laughs> yeah. Please know that everything we told you is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing that we do with the AMAs is that every single thing that you hear is unedited and 100% unfiltered. And all of that is true. But since we did that episode, things have been weird in the house. I was going to say, I mean, we've been hearing voices and footsteps. Whistles and and all kinds of stuff. I'm scared to, uh, still. Yeah. So we end the show. You guys leave. You're driving home. Uh, we're talking to Shannon, Shannon, who has the hardest job. Of Radio Ronin. Right. We have this old cat who has dementia, Herbie. We call him Herbie LaDouche because he's just out of his mind. 
and he howls at the wall. He howls just at random. Mm-hmm. He he just yells. It's called random. an elderly yell. That, for, yeah, for cats, Andrea, it's yeah, called, yeah, it said it's an oh. uh, called it the elderly yell yeah. that older cats and dogs will get, and they just yell and bark and do things like that for no reason. So we have this problem with Herbie, and, and Shan's job is to keep Herbie Ledouche quiet during the recording of the show. So you guys leave. We let Herbie out. Herbie immediately runs to the wall and starts yelling for no reason. We don't really think anything of it. And we just kind of let him go because we've had to keep him quiet for however long while we yeah. were doing the show. Shan says, hey, do you guys want some some something like a snack, something to eat? Because it's late and we're just kind of catching up. So Chandler's right. So we're all sitting there uh, getting ready to eat our toast. And we hear this. <laughs> and oh my we all kind of stopped and looked at each other. And went, was that the TV? Yeah. Because the TV like, was uh... out of the other room. So we stand up, the TV's really low, and this was really loud. It was and we went, uh, okay, so I walk into the into the other room, TV's going, I back it up mm-hmm. a couple of a uh, couple of seconds, yeah. yeah, to make sure that there and there's no whistling. I go into our bedroom, TV's on in the bedroom, I back that one up. Is there any whistling on there? No, it was actually on the same channel, so there's no whistling anywhere. And I've now heard it twice since then. Oh my god. Oh, I didn't know you kept hearing yeah. it. Oh yeah. This has been since we so, did the, like the paranormal AMA kicked something up. This is it, just it, yeah. since last last Tuesday. Yeah. Oh. So I don't know if something has opened up and now something is coming through. I don't know if, if someone has followed us from the other house mm-hmm. and is now has just been kind of waiting for us to talk about this stuff again. I don't know what's up, but now there's something going on here, which is freaking me out because I don't yeah. want that. I don't want that stuff in here. Yeah, we almost had to stop the the show, the last paranormal episode because something yeah. kept grabbing me and you were struggling. Yeah. Like was, I, I almost passed out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's with a little bit of trepidation that we're going to do the the AMA bonus episode part two, <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the paranormal episode. Uh, but we had a lot of questions come in. In fact, we only got to we had twenty or thirty, and I think we got to five. Mm-hmm. Uh, is what yeah, we got yeah. to. Yeah. So we have a ton of questions. So it, it, anyway, that that episode is going to drop this week. So if you're a Patreon person, you're going to get that. If you're a super fan or above, you're going to get that bonus episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you are interested in getting the past bonus episodes and these new paranormal episodes, all you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash Radio Ronin. That's it. Nice and get and signed up. Super yeah, simple. There's yeah, a lot yeah. of different uh, little benefits that go with it, like, you know, showing up to the trunk or treat and getting your your t-shirt finally yeah so huge thanks <laughs> to the people that showed up or will show up yeah uh we will find out. yeah um gonna be a good time also want to say thank you to ken kruger the golden voice of radio ronin who you just heard uh ken kruger generously donated his parking lot yeah like uh. he's like absolutely come on over it, it, i mean he's just the coolest guy in the world and thanks to everyone at mountain view christian assembly they're great folks. Yeah. There. And awesome. Ken's people, his congregation is amazing. I love watching his sermons. Uh, this is one of those things where, you know, I would encourage everyone, regardless of your denomination, take a minute, go follow Ken's, uh, Ken and his church, Mountain View Christian Assembly, mm-hmm. because the sermons just make you feel good. I mean, they're just, you don't, don't worry about the denomination. There's good stuff in there for everybody. And you're going to walk away going, wow, that was. Uh, that was fantastic. Yeah. I mean, heck, that, that I, really I try good. to watch them whenever I can. Oh, I do too. Yeah. And he streams all of them on Facebook. So if you're, you know, wanting to go watch them, just hop on Facebook, search Mountain View Christian Assembly. They're all right there. I like to watch a lot of, I, I like to watch a lot of uh, religious stuff. 
I like to watch mass. I watch every general conference. I like to watch, uh, you know, I, it really, it doesn't really matter what denomination it is. I think you can watch it. You can get an education. You can learn some different things. And then you walk away feeling a little bit more fulfilled. Mm -hmm. you know oh, yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, one of my favorite memories was sitting down with my grandpa who staunch Mormon, you know, mm -hmm. through and through, but we would sit there and watch Billy Graham on the TV. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah, That's he cool. loved Billy Graham. I, 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 man, I haven't. I don't know that I've ever watched Billy Graham. I used to watch the guy in the Crystal Cathedral. That one was cool. Oh, in oh the one in LA. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you, Ken Kruger. Thank you so much uh, for donating your your place of worship and your parking lot mm -hmm. and um, your time and everything else. Huge thanks, and to Angela, of course, for bringing the Quenchit gift cards and yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a we had a great uh, we had a great turnout. So especially considering we have record numbers of coronavirus. And by all accounts, we mm. should not be doing this. And you notice, I'm saying we had a great turnout. We haven't actually done it yet. Yeah, so we don't. But just just bear with us. We're, we're you know we're grateful that everyone is coming out. In these Corona COVID times, four people is a great turnout. Oh my gosh. Uh, hey, quick shout out to our neighbor Bo, our lawn mowing neighbor Bo. Oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Speaking <laughs> of hayseeds, this one's for you, Bo. Bo is like Bo is the nicest man ever. He's our next door neighbor. Apparently, he's a Ronan fan. And Avid has listener. been has been for a while and had no idea that he was living next door to Radio Rona. Uh -huh. He had no clue until I and I've lived next to Bo for years. Yeah. And he he had no idea that we were Radio Ronin. And he, he we were getting out of our we were coming home from a trip or something. No, it wasn't a trip, or was it? Uh, I, think I think he was coming home from a trip. He was, yeah, we were outside. He was like coming back from Vegas and, and he was getting out of his car and he saw us and he goes, Hey, I had no idea that you were Chunga. I had no clue. He goes, I listen to Radio Ronin every week. That's I absolutely so cool. love it. <laughs> he goes, I've how many times have I talked to you and I had no idea you were Chunga? And I'm like, Yeah, we kinda that's kind of what we do. You know, we kind of want it yeah, to be that way yeah. a little bit. And he's like, man, I listen to the show every week and I absolutely love it. And he's the nicest guy. I love, I, 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 I'm going to eventually move. And I'm going to be sad because I love living next to Bo. Mm -hmm. He's such a good dude. Yeah. They're building a house behind me. Are they really? Oh. Up there in Hooper? Up there in Hooper. I, I think it's going to be a tough sell for Shan. <laughs> I think for anyone, Shan's a city yeah. dweller. Yeah. But uh, uh, I would city. love it up there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, shout out to Bo. I, I get a knock at the door. We were recording something and. I get a knock at the door and I didn't answer and I felt really bad. I thought it was an Amazon delivery. Yeah. And then we get another knock at the door and I was like, that's not an Amazon delivery. Oh, well, uh, I, uh, maybe it's somebody selling something. And so we just went on with a recording session, something else that we were doing. And I go downstairs and I open the door once we get to a point where we're taking a break and there's this beautiful Radio Ronin emblem that mm. Bo has made in his house. And it is gorgeous. It's like this corrugated. Um, I don't even know. It's like it's like a, a metal backing, and then he has like the Radio Ronin logo etched at like laser etched from wood. So on it's top black of it. and silver. It's it's oh, really fancy. We'll put a picture cool of it up yeah. on socials. Yeah. Um, he did a great job, but if you look at the back of it, he's got an emblem in the back that has a dude <laughs> mowing his lawn with a circle and a line through it. Because on he, the other side of the he ruined uh, one of our shows because he kept mowing his lawn. Remember the, there was yeah. a couple of shows ago, Bo was out mowing his lawn and he didn't know we were recording. And so now the guy, the poor guy is like, man, I'll be really careful mowing. I'm like, don't, no, 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 no. no. Got to mow. He's like, stop. you do you, man. He's texting us, can I mow like, my lawn now? <laughs> we're like, no, it's your thing. I'm sorry. Bo, mow when you want to mow. We can work around you as long as you yeah. don't mow. 
at 8.30 on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's it. But, but honestly, Bo, you mow wherever you want. Yeah. We'll work around <laughs> you, buddy. Uh, I thought it was very cool. So I'm, I'm really excited for people to see this sign. It is awesome. It's cool. We've, I mean, we've had a couple of, uh, you know, we've got yeah. our headstone sign and we've got Baby Yoda in here. Our pop culture pumpkin. The pop culture pumpkin. The D&D Towers. The D&D Towers. The D&D, yeah. Thank you, Jason. You guys are so cool. You guys are, man. The the studio looks awesome. It's looking with all more, this more like a stuff legit, everywhere. super super cool studio. Uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. So and and Bo was like, he said, "Hey, I'm sorry about the the lawn mowing. Believe me, I get it. I didn't realize this, but he's also an audio video guy. So his studio is in his basement next door. Oh, and yeah. he said, yeah, the the main two problems that I have in my studio." Uh, I have a little kid that likes to sing in my window well. One of the neighbor kids likes to jump down on my window well and sing. <laughs> That's terrifying. That's terrifying, yeah. <laughs> like, so I'll be recording and I'll get all this... This audio what? coming through. I'm like, where is this? And it's a little kid singing in my window well. Oh, that's so creepy. Uh, I know. And I was like, what? <laughs> the kid's just auditioning. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And, so and then, of course, bash music, which he said is really, really loud Aww. in his house. So... Uh, Bo, I'm really sorry about bash music. Yeah. That's why I'm like, mow your lawn as you, much as you, you want. You, yeah. He goes, I actually can't hear bash music when I'm upstairs, but when I go downstairs in my basement to my studio, it's banging, man. It's coming through. And we tried to figure it out, but the only thing I can think of is that our speakers are on the floor of the, on the, the studio floor. here. Yeah. But it goes through the walls of the house, and it basically the whole house functions as a great big speaker box and then filters right into Bo's basement. Oh. So bad. I feel terrible. <laughs> Because we do play very, very loud. So, Bo, you mow your lawn whenever you want, dude. Yeah. Because you have to put up with our bash music uh, all the time. I just love uh, the subtle sign on the back uh, of our, I, well, our He didn't album. say anything about it. Oh, it I took know. us like an hour before we, we saw it. I was like, wait, what is this? Funniest thing ever. So, uh, shout out to Bo, our neighbor. Love you, Bo. Uh, oh. Coolest guy. And I'm, I'm really sorry about the bash music noise. Uh, creepy kid in the in the window. Well, no, me neither. I'm not sorry. You don't. No, no, I am sorry. No, I am sorry. <laughs> but seriously, don't be I think a bad influence, kid, Spencer. That kid is just auditioning. Invite him in, Bo. Oh invite yeah, him yeah. In. <laughs> Isn't that weird though? Could you imagine like working in your studio and you hear this one, two, Freddy's coming for you? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> in the window. Well. Oh, what? Yeah. I mean, the alternative is Josh as a child pooping on the lawn. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take the kid singing. <laughs> Which I don't know what the HOA would do. You know, here are the mean streets of daybreak. Oh, I think that out. they'd be fr- they'd frown on that. Yeah, I think, I think they would. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, okay. By the way, we kind of screwed up. What? Oh. Just a little bit. We kind of screwed up. So uh, we talked about the JJ's ice cream Halloween flavors, and then everybody ran to JJ's <laughs> wanting the Halloween flavors. We neglected to tell you they're not available till October first. Yes. yes, these are Sorry. It's a, yeah. October exclusive. Yeah. So here's the flavors. We have Spencer's Haunted Peanut Butter Cup. <laughs> yeah. We have Chandy Corn Crunch. Yeah. Which is Chandler's candy corn flavored yep. ice cream. Uh, apparently, Josh and JJ's, they decided to make an ice cream flavor that you can't actually make. Um, I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but the root beer bottle cap they can't actually make. Yeah, is they, they, they can't. They can't they do the, the same flavor. It, it's the same flavor, the same but they flavor. don't put actual bottle caps. There's in just it. no little chunks. Oh, so it's still it's still going to be called Josh's uh, root beer bottle cap, and it's still amazing. There's okay. just no yeah, actual bottle okay. caps in it, right. meaning yeah. that it's got right. better texture. Yeah. So it's not so yeah, like crunchy. rock yeah. hard and no scary, crunchy. Right? You know what I think is really interesting uh-huh. is Josh put up a poll to see which one people were most excited for. Yes, and three of us are tied, and one of us has zero votes. I know. I felt bad. And then I thought, oh, I need to go vote for Chandler. No, really? I have zero? (laughs) 
Chandler has no votes. Uh, yeah, actually, really? Spencer, <laughs> the Chandy Corn Crunch is gonna. I was like, oh, I should have oh, voted man. for Chandler's. Yeah, I voted sucks. for my own. I voted uh, for yours too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm technically losing next to Chandler because you voted for me and I voted for me. Yeah. Well, uh, so, we'll see. And Spencer, you're actually in the lead. Like everybody oh, I, wants I, I, to Spencer's try haunted peanut yeah, butter cup. Yeah, yeah. it's really I, good. I predict that Spencer's going to win this one. However, I do think that Old Man Chunga's apple cider <laughs> is probably going to do uh, pretty well. I think, I so. think on I think paper well. mine sounds better, but in, in execution, in actual, yours. Oh, yeah, yours crushes it. Once people start trying it, I think it's going to do very well. Yeah, so, so good. I'm, and I'm getting reports that people tried to order Old Man Chunga's apple cider. Oh my gosh, and. <laughs> As they were trying to do it, they, like husbands and wives were talking, and people are now correcting their spouses, saying, "No, you're saying it wrong." Yeah, you can't just say it normal. No, no, it's old man chunkers <laughs> apple cider, or it doesn't count. Not at all. So, <laughs> thank uh, you to JJ's. Yeah. Thanks October for 1st. your patience. Sorry, JJ's. Poor JJ's is like, we don't have them. We don't. Have, it's October first. So that's that's our bad. Yeah. So it's still root beer. Bad. It's just not. And plus, we're apparently making up flavors that they can't actually do. So uh, they can do the root beer bottle cap, but there's no actual bottle cap candies in there. Yep. Yep. That's that's it. that's what yep. that's how we're gonna fix that. All right. Uh, rabbit bats. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is the <laughs> most Halloween 2020 thing that could have happened. What? You sent the story over, and I went, "No way. Mm-hmm. This is." So Cheeto, uh, our cat, will occasionally come back to. He's he's doing this new thing. Well, he's always done it, but now it's he's doing it. It's like nightly, like hourly. Yeah. So Cheeto largely lives outside in the summertime. He doesn't like to be inside. So Chandler and I have this conversation. We need to give Cheeto some more love. He loves Josh. Whenever Josh is around, oh. he wants to hang out with Josh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to show him more affection. So we've been showing him more affection, and now that we've been doing this, he's bringing us mice. Like by the hour. Yeah. Every time he goes outside, he brings us a new mouse. I saw one. So, oh, you did? Oh, good. Uh, yeah, we, did. we cleaned one yeah. up this morning before you, you guys showed yeah, up. So, so apparently he's probably brought another one. one. You, you missed the back half. No, that was oh, that full. Was a, that was a full one. Oh, no, he's brought this a new one. This is a new one, one yeah. yeah. Oh, great. This, yeah. Is what he, this is what he does. And this is our neighbor, Bo, who said, man, this is the greatest thing ever. I love having Cheeto around because I don't have mice, like at all. There are, there are no mm-hmm. mice anywhere because Cheeto kills them all. Anyway, uh, occasionally Cheeto will show up with a bat. Oh, great. Yeah. I don't know where. And oh. it freaks me all the way out. Like, one of them was actually alive still when he yeah. brought Yeah. Greg, uh. Greg had a bat at his house that he took pictures of. Panda. Oh, that's right. Remember, he right. took pictures yeah. of a bat? Yeah. yeah. So we've been seeing more bats, but now this story has come out that there are rabid bats they in the Salt Lake Valley. I found now. significant numbers of bats testing positive for the rabies oh, no. virus. Oh, no. Which is terrifying for me with Cheeto. Because he's bringing yeah. them back to the house. And um, if he bites into a rabid bat. And then rubs all over us. The odds are he has or, or would be at risk. Well, right? the thing with rabies, and this is one of the most terrifying diseases that you can get, is it has a 100% mortality rate. Wait, well, no, for, for they, have a, they have a cure for rabies now. Yeah. If you catch it within the first like stage before symptoms manifest. What, really? You, what, what? You didn't know this? I thought they had a cure for rabies. No. So if it's like, oh, no. you, get, you get the rabies, what? you go get a couple of shots in your stomach and you yeah, they don't catch it. That's it. why they tell you, if you get bit, go get a rabies shot regardless, because you have to get it immediately. If you don't get it before symptoms show, you're dead. 
No, that can't. I, that that can't. I refuse to believe this. No, this, this it is a one hundred percent mortality rate if you do after not, a certain time period. Get, yes, I'm I think staying I'm inside. I, <laughs> I'm staying inside, not because of the Rona, but those damn bats. I think we need to have a, a marathon, a, a Michael Scott's fun run to to fight against the cure for rabies for the cure. For the cure. <laughs> but the thing uh, is that they legit don't have an actual cure for rabies. What? I thought they did. I swear no, they did. No, they don't. Man, I got to do some research. This just got way more scary. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was like, rabid bats, well, that's unfortunate. Good thing they have a cure. That's going to be a pain if somebody gets it. But so, so do you have to, if you get rabies, if you contract rabies, you can get shots. Yes. And if it's, I guess if the virus has not gone active in your system, you're okay. Yeah. That's why but you have the, to immediately get If the get virus shots. goes active in your system, it's 100% mortality rate? 100% mortality rate. What? I mean, they've technically oh. had one person in over 100 years since the cure that didn't, survived. Didn't die. That survived. That survived, but they're not sure if rabies isn't what killed him later on in life anyway. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> Did I don't you even know where to know. I didn't know this. I, I'm honestly stunned. I yeah. don't know where to go with this now. That's well, so scary. Here's a here's another fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies are based off of rabies. I oh, do know this. What? Oh. oh, you didn't know this one? No, that, that is either. true. Yeah, that so the true. symptoms of zombies like Festered the, from rabies, festered stuff? reanimation. Oh, yeah, oh, I did know that. Yeah, um, I, I I I do know that there are three plans that exist. Within the CIA, these are real plans. They have a real strategy. They have a real military response for zombies. Oh, I've heard, oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Really? Yeah. No, this is the real thing. Yeah. And they wow. have different types of zombies. They yeah. have plans based on the types of zombies that we'll be attacking. They actually have mm -hmm. a planned response for the military, for the government, for law enforcement agencies on what to do in the event that zombies do attack. Yeah, if it's like if it's slow zombies, if they're fast zombies, <laughs> if they're like normal people that become like rabid and like go crazy, think of like what, what was one of the movies? I think it was called The Crazies. It was yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, movies yeah, where like they, the... it, they're not dead, but they just go nuts. And... Well, that's like 28 days later. Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly like that. I've never so. plans. I'm, I'm never going outside. <laughs> never. So rabid bats. Rabid bats. They they found a significant number in Salt Lake. Where? where? Like where in Salt Lake? They just said Salt Lake County. Oh, uh, gosh. So that's us. Because if it were like in the avenues or something, might be like sweet. But <laughs> if it's I, I, down here yeah. in the mean streets of Daybreak, I don't know that I'm you know feeling it so much. They just said Salt Lake County. I would venture to guess that is closer to the mountains. Yeah, probably. Where bats, Cottonwood. Yeah, Cottonwood. Yeah. The canyons. Well, we've actually had quite a few bats in the Bountiful area. We have yeah. bats. We have we bats, have bats here. Cheeto is bringing them to the house. <laughs> we have bats in our backyard. Oh, man. How is a cat catching a bat? Well, when it swoops down, the cat jumps up and... But Cheeto... He doesn't jump. Cheeto doesn't even jump on the counter. You know, they have two types of cats. They have bush dwellers or tree dwellers yeah. is what they're called. They're either, they either stay on the ground or they're climbers. Cheeto is a total bush dweller. He doesn't, he won't even, we have to sometimes hide his food because he, he, he binges, he binges, he gets too excited. He eats way too much and he pukes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my dog does way that. too much yeah. information, right? So we'll have to give him a handful of food and then we put his food up on the counter because we know he just won't jump up and eat his food up there. Yeah. And he'll sit there on the ground and look up at the counter like, damn. It's like a two foot <laughs> jump for him. And it's like, nope, I can't do it. It's the easiest thing. It's like yeah. half the size of the couch. Yeah. It's like half the size of the couch, but he can't figure it out. He's like, well, I'm screwed. 
It's weird. I don't know what it is, but somehow he manages to catch bats. He also caught caught a pheasant. Remember that? Yeah. Like a full sized pheasant and just brought it up to the well, porch the one day. Yeah. Sense. Yeah, right. Wait, the what? thing was twice his uh, twice his size. Yeah. Uh, skunk. I'm yeah. amazed. Yeah. No, he's, he's yeah, that's amazing. Cheeto is a natural born killer. He really is. <laughs> oh. Crazy, crazy. Um, but the bat thing really freaks me out. So that's all we know at this point. Well, they so we give- we got murder hornets, we've had earthquakes, we've hurricane had winds, fires and hurricane winds and crickets. Halloween twenty twenty. And now we have rabid bats. Well, the, the, the CDC and the health department are giving guidelines, um, which are basically the same instructions you give to anybody dating Josh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, which are, if you see it, don't touch it. Keep it away from children. <laughs> and if you do get in contact or bitten, I then go get shots. No. Okay. Oh I'm going to undo Sorry. that other button. <laughs> wow. Does Rap- anybody else find it weird? Josh is trying to undress me. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, it, it's not all that weird if you know Josh. Uh, that's true. <laughs> the exuberance he showed at undressing you—that was different. <laughs> Which only certifies. Don't let Josh touch you. Don't yeah. let him near children. <laughs> he was—he was wild-eyed, and his hat was kind of askew <laughs> when that happened. Oh, I hate you all. Oh, <laughs> I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding you, Josh. That's I'm only kidding so, you. So, Chunky, did you really not know that about rabies? Like the mortality rate? No. Well, wait. Well, hold on a second. I knew that Ray when I was a kid. Uh, I'm very old, as you know. <laughs> oh man, oh man, Chunky's apple cider. <clears throat> when I was a little kid, rabies was a big was a big thing. It was a big scare. If you grew up, I think before the, when I was little, little, I would say like the late 70s, early 80s, okay? Uh, If you saw a dog, you were trained in school and you were trained by your parents. Hey, look, don't, don't pet the neighbor dogs. Don't go up to stray dogs that you don't know. Because if you get rabies, it's 12 shots into your stomach. And if you don't get those 12 shots into your stomach, you die. I yeah. heard that, that, no, that. I heard that when I was a kid, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, no, they, they taught me that in school. That like, is still the case. And oh, that's one of still those, the thing. One okay. of them's an immunoglobulin, if you know what that is. <laughs> um, I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's basically a gel that they inject in you. Yeah. Oh. And then it slowly breaks down. So I've had a couple of shots in my life where they call them peanut butter shots oh, because it feels like they're injecting peanut butter. That is oh. Okay, I've had those shots for different they things that I've suck. done. They're horrible, and you have like a massive bruise on your body, mm-hmm. and it's, it's very, very painful. Oh. And I've had to have some of those shots before in my life. Um, but I really thought that with, with, with regard to rabies, that they had a cure, that they didn't have a cure when I was a kid, and yeah. now they do. So if you get bitten, you just go get your shot, and you're fine. Or if you get the rabies, you go get a shot, and you're fine. That's what I thought, but I, I'm pulling up the World Health Organization right now, and it says... Uh, rabies is a vaccine-preventable zoonic viral disease. Once clinical symptoms appear, rabies is virtually 100% fatal. Yeah. Son 100% of a bitch. fatal. That's Ooh. so scary. Um, in 99% of cases, domestic dogs are responsible for rabies virus transmissions to humans, yet rabies can affect both domestic and wild animals and can oh, spread through saliva bites or scratches. So that's so why saliva they- bites or scratches. So Cheeto licks your hand. Here, oh. I'm going to get the rabies. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that's why they tell you if you get bitten by anything, any mammal, within 24 hours, you go get checked. Because if you get that vaccine, if you have it, you're good. It's 100% effective. But it has to, you have to get the shots before it goes active. Before it, it goes active. So it, you it, have. The, the scary thing is that it says it may take one week to one year for symptoms to appear. Yeah. So you could get bit and you're functioning normally for a year. And then the next thing you know, you're out trying to bite other people. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's one of the scariest things is you could year. get bit by like a mouse or a bat and you never know. Yeah. And yeah. then a year later. I would know if I got bit by a bat. Huh. And so, some of the symptoms are a fever, a pain or unusual or unexplained tingling, prickling or a burning sensation around the wound. And that's it. Can that's I just it. tell you? And then I you're was, dead. I was driving. I was shooting the movie Forever Strong. Some of you may have seen this movie Forever Strong. Gary Cole, Neil McDonough. Ariel Kebble, a lot of big famous mm-hmm. people are in this movie. Uh, is it Sean Astin? Is he in it? Sean Astin is yeah. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great guy. Uh, the guy that I did, I was uh, one of the sportscasters in this film. The other, the other sportscaster is a guy named Brian Peck, who is a legendary actor. A lot of people may not know this. If you go watch, I believe it is. Uh, you know, you have Night of the Living Dead. You have Dawn of the Dead, and then I think what the one that's after that is Land of the Dead. Yeah, is what mm-hmm. I think it, it is. is. Yeah, and he's in Land of the Dead. He's a punk rocker in Land of the Dead, and he's got this huge mohawk, and uh, he's just a lunatic in this movie. And he's the kindest, sweetest guy ever. And it was a joy to work with this guy Brian Peck. Discovered a lot of the kid actors like Amanda Bynes and Drake Bell. Oh, cool. And, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, great, great guy. And it was a wonderful time. But they filmed it out in Santa Quin. Okay, they filmed it way... No, it was uh, Stansbury Park, I think, is where mm. they filmed it. And I had to drive on these long, empty roads to get to this high school where they were filming some of the scenes for Forever Strong. And we'd wrap. It's the middle of the night. I had a convertible at the time. And so I'm driving on these long Utah desert roads. There's nobody on them in the middle of the night. And I've just got the music blaring. And I've got... It's warm because it's a summertime. So it's like 100 degrees out in the heat. And even though it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm driving and I'm tops down, wind is blowing through my hair and bam, I get hit in the head with something. And I was like, oh, what just, and, and the, the car is swerving all over the road. Oh, I pull over. I'm like, what the hell just happened? My forehead is bleeding. And I look in the passenger seat and there's a bat flipping around. Oh, the passenger oh, side. Oh. You're lucky. Oh man, you bled. That's terrifying. I hit a bat at like a hundred miles an hour on a <laughs> desert road with my head. <laughs> And it cut, I mean, it cut my forehead wide open. That is really? terrifying. And so I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding down my face. I'm looking at this bloody bat who's sitting <laughs> sitting in my passenger seat flopping around. So then I've got to pick it up by the wing and throw it out of my car, you know, and I've got this patch of, how long ago was that? <laughs> was it over a year? Hey, yes. Okay. You're it was several years ago. It was, it was watching, about a decade ago. Yeah, watch it closely. Well, because they do have one uh, cure, because Chandler said it's virtually... 100% yeah. mortality rate. Yeah. They did have one person, and the treatment is known as the Milwaukee Protocol. Oh, the Milwaukee. Awesome. Execute awesome. the Milwaukee Protocol. <laughs> you know if they name it something like that, it is Schlamiel, schlamazel. Probably a lot of alcohol. <laughs> it actually involves putting a person in a chemically induced coma and using antiviral medications. So you have to go in this coma because, one, they have to basically jumpstart your body, and there's so many different antiviral medications they're putting in you. Your body wouldn't be able to take it otherwise. Holy cow. So they said like the worst thing about the virus is that it spreads to your brain and then your spinal cord and then like that's and it. And then you start biting people. And then you're, you're gone. And then they have rabies. <laughs> Zombies. Oh, <laughs> Zombies. So what are the symptoms? So what so what happens when you get the rabies? You foam with the mouth and then you're aggressive and you start biting people, right? Yeah, on, on the website them. it says initial symptoms of rabies include a fever with pain or unusual, unexpected or unexplained tingling around your wound site. As the virus spreads to the central nervous system, progressive and fatal inflammation of the brain and spinal cord develops. Well, there's also... But, wait, ang- but when do you start biting people? I don't know if you bite anyone. I don't you th- do. Anxiety, insomnia, insomnia, insomnia. 
confusion, agitation. Wait a minute, anxiety, insomnia, confusion, agitation. Abnormal behavior. Your muscles become paralyzed. Oh man. Paranoia. I have been kind of lazy lately. <laughs> Terror, <laughs> hallucinations, and then this is one of the craziest one. You huh. get a fear of water. I learned that from the office. A fear Rabies of water. causes a fear of water. Oh. Yeah. Like you get terrified of water. So like you so see you water can't drink. You just, so a lot of people that die from dehydration. I wonder how many people don't actually know anything about rabies because it's just such a non-issue now. Right. Or apparently until today. Until today. <laughs> Michael Scott is a genius. We need more We need more 5K wa- fun run walks. Uh, so how many people goal. die per year from rabies? I'll look that up. I, I, Do we know? We don't we'll know. We'll look that up. But this I'm, was not part of the show. I'm looking no. at the fear of water thing more. And it's a, it's a symptom that sets up later in the stage of the, of the infection. And the person has difficulty swallowing and shows panic when presented with liquids to drink and cannot quench their thirst. Um, okay, so it's more than 59,000 people die a year because of rabies, which That's equates easy, to... Easy, easy, Joe Biden. Yeah, right? You no, it take does. it easy, Joe Biden. It is, and it says that... that uh, That's like one person 59,000 million people <laughs> a year die from rabies. It's true, though. It's no, no, rabies. no, I'm double-checking him. One, That's legit. One person every nine minutes dies from rabies. Can I no. smell... Can I smell your wiener? <laughs> right. Can I smell your wiener? <laughs> Says most of them are out of Africa and uh, for children under the age of 15 is when it's super, super fatal. So that's worldwide, worldwide right? Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. What about yeah. in the U.S.? Uh, hold on. In the U.S., it, it is virtually zero. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I can't find any. It, it is. <sighs> I'm looking at a map. It is Asia, Africa, and Australia. Okay, but because they, you get the shots in your stomach. Yeah. Because you have to get the peanut butter I, shots. I think it's like a series of 10 or 12. Oh, man. Uh, that's so damn scary. Damn Cheeto. I'm still <laughs> saying inside. So that, oh, that's horrible. <laughs> now, is this one of those things? Uh, I have to question this because I'm just so jaded about the uh, the press, right? Uh-huh. How many rabid bats have they found? Does no, it say in the story? That's what I was, that's like, what I was looking it for. It doesn't like, say in the story. Like, the cases how many, are rising. It's like maybe three. How many rabid bats have they found? Did they find one? Yeah, oh, versus like me, zero. Can we know, look it up? Let me yeah, we'll see if I can find how many We may have is. to edit this just quickly. Can no, you find no, no. It? I'm looking and it's saying... Um, 100% fatal, insomnia, anxiety, uh-huh. hallucinations, agitation. Yeah. Uh, report the bats. That's it. <laughs> Don't touch Josh. Keep it away from children. Yeah. 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 Josh Biden. Uh, it Just doesn't give you a say. Rub. It says the last time they had three bats tested positive in 2016. Also, okay. Oh. Three bats. Well, that was the last time. In 2016. Time. Well, that, hmm. well, hold on a second. But, so, so they're that having, the more, they're having they, more they, than that now, is yeah. what they're saying. They just haven't released the numbers. So like double to six? I think somebody's making making a bunch of hay about this. I, I think <laughs> it's just unusual because we have not had bats test positive it's, in Utah at all. It's terrifying, yeah, okay. nonetless, yeah. In four I, years. And I'm saying somebody's making a bunch of hay about this because Spencer's in overalls. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hey, oh. hey, hey, hey. Oh. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, listen, let's uh, let's move on quickly. We do all need right. to thank some producers. Yeah, we do. Uh, the Radio Ronin Show is produced in part by... Woo! Oh, these are super producers. They are. Super. We have super producers. <laughs> these guys are paying above $20 a month. I just yes. had ABBA super yeah. trooper plan in my head. Uh, these guys are all at $20.20, 20, by the way. 2020! Woo! Which, you guys did this. You are you guys blaming them for 2020? 2020. No. These guys are all at 2020. Uh, Stacy Schreiber. Tomas, Nikki Larson, Ben Booth, the Badger Man, Blissful Shores, Ren and Cambria, and Joey Wakefield. All hey, at 2020. Uh, at 2021, we have the Master Jedi herself, 
Bren 2. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Josh Burr, also a 2021. Woo! Uh, these guys are all coming in at different rates, uh, different amounts, and thank you so much. Superfan Dan, the producer, not the cyclist. I know the this difference, Dan. Not, not, not difference. cycling, Dan. This is Superfan Dan at 21.12. Travis Gustafson at 21.20. Doug Smith at 21.99. Sweet bottom cakes! Jessica Drought at 22 bucks a month. At 22.22... Rukaya Rugaru. Oh, that's, in, that's R-U-Q-A-Y-Y-A-H, which mm-hmm. I believe is Kashyyyk for, for Robert. It is. Um, yes. Rugaya Rugaya Rugaru. It no, sounds no, like no, Scooby-Doo. I, don't know. I hope that's not like a really it's offensive pronounced- thing in a different language. <laughs> well, I want to be very good. careful because this may be this person's actual name. So, uh, no, I don't think it is. They changed, I think I somebody, think they changed somebody, it. Somebody dicking with us. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kids. Uh, Rugaya Rugaru uh, at 22.22. Uh, Denise Godzilla Hunsaker at 22.77. Joel Jenkins at 23.14. Jerem living in Brazil Thurston at 23.45. Our good buddy Amy B. Amy. Uh, 23.45. Denver Robbins. <clears throat> Dead for Robbins! <laughs> My new Ted Lasso, Ted. buddy. Yeah. Oh. Uh, love you, D. Uh, twenty three ninety eight a month. Georgian Tate, Bash Music Royalty yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah. Georgian Tate at 2424. And Jordan Rexick, who, by the way, looks fantastic. He really oh, does. I saw him with his My shirt gosh. off. I saw him with his shirt off. I'm, I'm very jealous. I Turned me gay for like 10 seconds. Yeah. What? Jordan yeah. Rexick. Why did I don't you know. see him with his shirt he, off? He looks amazing. He, he posted he a bot window. window? He posted oh, in Pod yeah. Goblin, and the guy's ripped, like yeah. ripped, like movie star ripped. Oh, I don't know what he did, but I seriously, like, they need to put that in a bottle and sell it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is they, that he did, he looks fantastic. I need some of that magic. Uh, at twenty, these guys are all twenty-five bucks a month, by the way. Okay. Uh, Charles Shagany, Krista Windsor, Marissa and Megan, the Johnson girls. Uh. <sighs> Uh, Mama J. Carrie Johnson is at $25 a month. Shane K. Daniels Jr. Oh, these are all at $25 a month. I'm sorry. Shane K. Daniels Jr. Tire Factory Point S. Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. $25 again. Ian Daisley. Addict to Athlete Podcast. Hey, Coach Blue. And the New Day Podcast with Ian and Angela. Thank you so much to all of you guys. Yeah, at yeah. 25 bucks a month. At 25.01, Dennis and Natalie Gaunt. At 25.02, MCAT. At 25.77, Sandy Rosier. At 26 bucks a month, Allison Joe Fairbanks Gall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, $27 a month, Jonathan Vascar. At 27.45, Amanda and Travis Shields. Dr. Gill's Railings coming in at $28 a month. Jolene and Grant Jones at $28.77. Jordy Carroll is at 30 bucks. Marta Lords, our good friend Marta Lords. So fun Marta. to see her. Love you, Marta. Yeah, I'm glad we got her baby Yoda stuff yes. to her. Yes. Finally. Finally. <laughs> uh, Marta Lords at 30 bucks a month. Our Stories, Our Lives podcast, the sensei himself, KP Brown, 30 bucks a month. Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. We missed you on Saturday. Yeah, we, did. we did. Love you. Steve McKiff at 35, the 35.55, excuse me. 35.55 a month. Darren Phillips, the Marine, 35.66. And Jaron Cahoon at 39.98. Man, that's, that's a big a list. list. Wow. That's a beefy list. And yeah. thank you, you guys, to all of our oh, super producers. Thank you, thank you. Yikes. That's, uh, that is amazing, and we're extremely grateful to each and every one of you. Um, okay, Chunga Pole time. Oh. <clears throat> I'm excited about this. Are you? I am. I don't say, I, I don't know that, uh, well, let me just, uh, I'm surprised to hear that. Can I just tell you? I'm surprised that you would be excited. Why, yeah, why, why would you say that? Because you don't strike me as someone that would get a tattoo. 
Uh, yes and no. I, I actually am planning on getting a tattoo. Really? Wait, really? Yeah, so I, I want to get a tattoo of the 100 emoji okay. on, on my foot. Uh, for the for the hundred run for no for for the for after I run my one hundred mile race yeah because that's okay. my that's my my ultimate running goal that makes perfect that's sense actually so a really I want to put cool that on my idea. foot yeah. I thought you were going to get the one hundred emoji on your foot because you're one hundred percent grateful that you didn't lose that foot when you got hit by a car <laughs> uh, there's secondary reasons right. see and I that's went somewhere <laughs> I thought he was going to put his medical information on his back. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> it's a barcode. Just in case. Just, yeah, just in case. <laughs> Josh is in again. Scan his foot. Yeah. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because Chandler got a new tattoo. I did. Yeah. And it's a it's a big one this time. It is. It's, it's probably the biggest one I've, I've gotten. So I have four tattoos total, but this one I got the uh, the talking pirate head. When you're on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland, right before you go down the big hill, the the drop, the, the one mm-hmm. that's like a vast there, matey. Yeah, it's the the pirate with the cross swords on the It'd flag. Be too late to alter course. Mate. That one right there. I, for some reason, ever since I was a little kid, I've been absolutely obsessed with pirates. Uh, when I was playing hockey really heavily, I had this guy on all my goalie masks. All my goalie masks were pirate themed. It's just... He had the talking pirate know. on every goalie mask. I had it on just everything. Said, I've been obsessed cool. with it for some reason. Yeah. So I got on the inside of my bicep right here, hurt like absolute hell. Like it's one of the oh, yeah. most sensitive spots you can probably get a tattoo like, in. inside of your bicep. Think about how sensitive that is. Everyone yeah. uh, right now, lean over and touch the inside of your like, bicep. Like tickle it? If it's ticklish... Uh, it's we're all doing now it. Now imagine, imagine. That's uh, mush. Imagine, uh, <laughs> imagine getting a tattoo. Right yeah, now. I mean, it, it was four hours long, and it, it was so Damn. bad. I was like looking at the light, like counting the uh, the screws and the light bulb above me, like trying to just like stay focused because the pain was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I absolutely love it. it. For me, it's kind of like symbolizing like, hey, no matter, don't take yourself too seriously because I'm a dude who just loves a talking pirate and a Disney ride. There you go. Like, yeah, yeah, you I always, always want to be You don't me. have to have tough stuff, like tribal tattoos. No, I just so, want, yeah. I want a talking pirate from the Pirates of the Caribbean, right? That's so you just, got a Disney tattoo. That's just who I am, yeah. yeah. And it matches Which is with the palm cool. tree tattoo because it's all kind of tropical. The palm tree one is the one I got when I was in Hollywood. Um, so yep. it's all kind of part of the same theme. But His, his body tells a story. My body is a temple of art. Yeah, no, so uh, yeah. we we got talking about this when Chandler got this thing done. I have a tattoo. Yeah, I'm probably going to get another tattoo down the other side, the other forearm, so they kind of match because my tattoo goes on the outside of my forearm from my wrist to my elbow. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't seen it, and uh, got it a number of years ago, and I think I kind of need to match it up. So I'm going okay. to have some Arabesh tattooed. Oh, right. On my other forearm. Which is the Star Wars language. The Star Wars language. Oh. And I'm not going to say what it says. You'll just have to figure it out. When we see each other, you can get out a translator or something yeah. like that. But I, I think we've says. talked about getting matching ones, my dad and yeah. I. Yeah. Oh, so, you need to. So yeah, I, it's I'll just who we are. It's just what we do. You I'll, know? I'll get another one. Uh, I don't know that I will have tattoos to the extent that Chandler does. Um, I'm not as into it as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'd be fun to do one more. Yeah, right? you should. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, I know a lot of people they frown on. Yeah, tattoos are something that is uh, is a bit taboo for some people. Uh, for other people, it's just not their thing. Totally get it. Totally understand it. Don't blame you a bit. Um, I, as weird as it seems, Shannon has one. I have one. Chandler has multiple ones. Yeah. But I still don't consider us a tattoo family. No, and Michaela's covered in tattoos. And yeah, I don't she even, got a lot I don't of even consider that she has a ton of tattoos. Yeah, she has tons. Um, it's just kind of a cultural thing that, that Americans do now. And yeah. it's been a thing. I mean, it was a thing in the forties during the war, then it went away. Then it came back in the late seventies and really took off in the nineties and, and with really the millennials really hasn't, yeah. hasn't gone away. It's just become more accepted. 
Yeah. I think it was really Gen X that started. I think so, yeah. In in the grunge era. And I it, think that's when it kind of took off. Yeah. Um, and I, I work in a very like fancy finance job, and tattoos are like, no problem at all. It's not yeah, an Chandler issue. Yeah, Taylor was worried about it. Huh. Yeah, they're like, oh, no, you're totally fine. Tattoos are welcome. You know, you have to like dress up to go to work. And, oh, you can show your tattoos. So it's just kind of commonplace it, it's, now. It's, com- it's commonplace now. Yeah. Tattoos are no longer the... Um, have the oh. stigma yeah they don't have the stigma that they did well, back as long in the as you day. don't get it on your face I, I yeah exactly say, yeah i was gonna Which say never you know for me but your post malone or lil wayne or something like that people <laughs> it's gonna raise some eyebrows right yeah yeah um but this leads us to the chunga pole if you were going to get a tattoo what would it be and this if you already have tattoos that's not what this is about mm-hmm. it's a new <clears> one if you were to get your next tattoo what would it be? Even if you're someone who, because I think everyone, even if you don't do tattoos, I think everyone kind of thinks, well, what tattoo would I get? Oh, like, what, like yeah. what would I, what would I do if I were to get a tattoo? I mean, I would never get a tattoo, but I think everybody has had the thought, if I did, what would I what get? What would I get? Even if it's I mean, like religious, yeah. like you, you wouldn't do that because your religion, that's completely fine. But even think about like, if you did, what would it be? Yeah. Even yeah, me, yeah. like if I did, it would probably be the tree of Gondor. Oh, like on the my tree shoulder, of, the tree of Gondor. Cool. Yeah, tree of Gondor. What, or, what is what is the tree of Gondor? Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's Lord it's, of, it's epic Lord tree. of the Rings. Yeah. Either okay. that, or I would do. Was that the one that talks that beats no, everybody no, up? No, no, that was Harry Potter. No, there's a talking tree. So I would talking trees. Or I would do like a a, a Sasquatch, like on my shoulder, like, 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 a, like a Bigfoot. A Bigfoot. Well, yeah, because I love Sasquatch. Like you guys know that. Yeah, no, I didn't know that actually. Oh, he's obsessed with Sasquatch. You're obsessed with Sasquatch. Like most of my backgrounds are Sasquatch. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. I have Sasquatch I socks. So you are a Sasquatch expert. Oh, yeah. And I I 100% believe that there is a Sasquatch. Uh-huh. That he is in the Pacific Northwest, Idaho, uh-huh. and Northern Utah. Really? That is his range. Huh? Does he understand that those are hipsters? <laughs> Does he not know? They hang out in Austin. No, 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 no. They're just from Portland. I try. They, they I try. like to sip coffee and bitch. Super hairy. <laughs> Smells terrible. Oh, hipster. Yeah. Hipster. Yeah. hipster. Super smelly. <laughs> no, they but, like to complain and drink coffee. But seriously, ever since I saw, I, I saw Sasquatch. You did really? not. Yeah, I did too in the Tetons. <laughs> you were in the Tetons. <laughs> I was in the Tetons. Hipsters go camping, okay? What is the Tetons? No, I, I, I shared the this on the, the bonus episode. You did? I did. I don't know why I, I don't, don't remember, remember this. this. <laughs> we were driving. Of- I worked at a scout camp. We were driving back late at night from Jackson Hole yes. through Jedediah Smith. I don't Wilderness think you shared area. this. We yes, talked about off air. No, no, no. Because really, it, it, this yeah. was on the air. Huh. Yes, this was on the air. So a little sneak peek to our non-patrons. Uh-huh. Yeah. We were driving back from Jackson Hole to the camp, and I look out the window, and there is something about oh, that was eight running on or nine feet tall running alongside. I do it. remember this. I one hundred percent believe that was a Sasquatch. Kind of like Moe's in the office when they go to Dwight's. <laughs> He's got fear on his shirt. <laughs> He's running. He's running. Seminal moment running. in my life, and Chunga's over here. It's no, 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 but, but no, but that's that's what you said. He was running yeah, alongside like the car. Running alongside the car. He's he's done that ever since the flood. I believe he was yogging. I think it's a soft <laughs> J. So oh, uh, and and what happened to it? You just looked, and then he was gone like that fast. We we, we watched it for a little bit, and then it was like the split. Like our our road went this way, and. The butterscotch panda said things like that happen, but he thinks it's like a, a shape shifting kind panda of thing. Things out like that. Yeah. I, see, I didn't get something like ben- malevolent feeling yeah. from it. Really, it's it just, just a, I just think a... it was Sasquatch. Huh. Okay. Okay. Well, that's definitely um, 
I would like if I had that happen, I'd believe in it too, Spencer. Yeah, yeah. the Sasquatch <laughs> so, is real. Okay, so you get so Sasquatch. you would get a Sasquatch. Yeah, or a tree of Gondor. Okay. Tree of Gondor or Sasquatch. All right, Josh. So besides my hundred emoji, mm-hmm. I really, I've I've told my mom this because I told her I want to get tattoos. Yeah, I didn't tell say? her that I was half joking. Uh huh. But like, I want to get like a whole back tattoo of like the Salt Lake Temple, like in detail, <laughs> and then have and then have my family tree like on my stomach. Can I ask you what is the what is the what is the Mormon position on tattoos? Because uh, I know a lot of Mormons that have tattoos. I know a lot of Mormons that have tons tattoos. and tons of them have generally tattoos. discouraged. It's not forbidden, but mm-hmm. it's discouraged. It's discouraged. Yeah. And it's and probably more frowned upon culturally than, than anything. It is more a cultural thing. At it's this not point. a theological thing. It's not mm-hmm. a doctrine thing. Like, God is not going to like you if you get a tattoo. No, it's right. not. No, no. It's, it's nothing like that. Okay. I've, I've never known what the uh, Mormon church's, the LDS church's position is on. I thought it was strictly no tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. So the, here's the thing. And this is getting a little more into theology than normal. Uh huh. But when you you look at the the twelve and the the prophet, you have president, and then brother, and you have to separate between what is the actual doctrine and what is the opinion of this person. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. Oh, I could put that, that on I'm my chest as well. Like I could put like the whole twelve apostles no. <laughs> and the first presidency. That's just trashy. But yeah, there's there's lots Not of members. Great, active. Uh, I know a lot of Mormons that have tattoos. That have yeah. tattoos. Yeah. Either they, lot, they, they and they're very devout. Or they're some. very devout. Or they, 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 I know people that uh, that have converted that have them, but I also know a lot of people that have been devout their whole lives and they still have them. Yeah. yeah. So it, it is a personal choice. Okay. So hmm. not forbidden, just discouraged. Just discouraged, and it's a personal choice. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. and and that may be shifting as well. What is that safe to assume that that I, may I be shifting as well? I think that's a little more ingrained, but it's just more accepted. Yeah. So yeah. you get less and less like the older generation that's super judgmental and things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I can understand. Yeah. That. So it, it's just getting more and more like, oh, you got tattoos, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah no big deal. That's cool. Yeah. Um, huh. yeah, cuz there are people like Chandler said he's in a fancy finance job and he has tattoos. Tons of people have tattoos. I yeah. have a fancy tech job and they everybody at my job has tattoos. So many mm-hmm. there's tattoos everywhere. In my with, I wouldn't know because it's been months since uh, we've been in an office. But when I when we were in an office, uh, everybody had tattoos. Yeah. Wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah. So, for me, for me, they're like timestamps. Like, oh yeah, I got this one during the twenty twenty. It tells a story, right? It tells a story. Yeah. I can tell my kids like, yeah, this is a global pandemic when I got this one. To me, that's yeah. fun. I, I love that. So yeah. tattoos. If you were going to get one, we're removing the judgment. Yes. We're removing the whole. Well, I would never get one. Totally get it. Totally understand it. If you don't, you do you, right? That's one thing that we push really, really heavily on this show. We don't judge people that way here. Uh, we never have, honestly. Yeah. So I think it's great that if you don't want to do it, awesome. If you do want to do it, that's awesome too. Uh, that is removed from this part of the Chunga Poll. And I know that we're going to have people that go to the Chunga Poll that don't listen to the show and it's going to be this whole thing. Um, <laughs> but here on the show, we're telling you, look, remove the judgment. If you were to get a tattoo that you think is cool, what would that be? And honestly, nice. everybody has had that thought. Yeah, I would never get a tattoo, but I, I know what I would get if I did. Yep. Yeah, I think they have. All, All right, that's fine. And, okay. and we won't judge you if you want a face tattoo. No. Judgment free. No, we won't. We no, won't, no. We won't judge no, you. No, Josh. I just want no. to make that clear. We made fun of Post Malone. Now, yeah. I will judge you if you get the Salt Lake Temple and maybe the 12 and your family tree on you. Yeah. Josh. I'll probably judge oh, you for that one. You got the tree of Gondor. What's the difference between that and a, and a family tree? 
a big difference. Burn. <laughs> There's no difference there. Yeah, there is. What no. one is cool? <laughs> Which one is cool? cool. All right, my family tree is cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Gondor. Right. Uh, moving, moving right along. Sauron. Go to, go to, uh, go to. Uh, well, hell. <laughs> go, to, uh, go to Reddit. Go to Facebook. Go to all the socials. You know where to go to uh, to post your answers. We get answers on Instagram, Twitter, on our personal accounts, uh, also at, at Reddit. And by the way, if you're not in the Reddit group, go. It's been bumping. It's really hanging in there. We've had a lot of people join up. It's always very, very active. There's multiple things a day for you to go in and voice your opinion on and um, just take part in. And no, we don't do the bad dad memes. We don't do the stuff that's so prevalent on Facebook. You're not going to see the same the same meme 28 times in Reddit. You may see it once, maybe. Yeah, if that. For the most part, Spencer will just go in and take it out. Yeah, (laughs) that really is what what happens. Um, Okay, so uh, Pedro Pascal. Oh. First things first, is it Pasquale or is it Pascal? Pasquale. I think it's it Pasquale. It is Pasquale, I think right? it's Pasquale. I don't know. Pasquale's pizza. So Chandler uh, and I have this I guy. Chandler, Chandler and I have this guy that we know. His name is Pasquale Rotella. Yeah. And Pasquale is the guy who's behind the Electric Daisy Carnival, and he's very, very big in the dance music scene. Mm-hmm. And so everyone who has a name that's kind of like Pasquale just becomes Pasquale. Yeah. So we've said it on the show a number of times, Pedro Pasquale. And then I got thinking to myself, is that even right? I, I think it's is there, is Pas- it Pedro Pascal? Pascal, I don't know. Uh, somebody correct Pedro? Let, no, it is Pedro. Why is it Pedro? <laughs> is it or is it like Pedro? Oh Could gosh. it be Pedro Pascal? Pedro Pascal. Pedro. I don't know. It's definitely not Pedro. Somebody Jeez. correct us, we please. I always heard it as Pedro Pascal. That's what I heard too. Um, but I don't know. We could we could be wrong there. <laughs> Somebody asked. Somebody asked on the socials, and I and and it got me thinking. I was like, Ew. I don't know. Actually. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's mad. He is out as the Mandalorian. So that has been confirmed. Oh. He will stay on. Apparently, they've reached an agreement. Uh, he and John Favreau came to blows, and and it was a big thing. Apparently, that was real. Huh. Uh, they wow. kept it under tight wraps, so tight, in fact, that that my sources at Lucasfilm and at Disney and ILM, they didn't say a word. Uh, I don't know because I don't think they knew. Yeah. They kept it that tightly wrapped up. Um, he's out. He will only be the voice. So he is staying on to be the voice, but he will not be wearing the Mandalore. I don't think anybody cares. Do they? This, really? this is yeah. actually fairly common with these high budget TV shows. Very common. Yeah. Do people, I, people may not know that if you are looking, uh, if you're watching a movie <clears throat> and you see the, uh, let's say Brad Pitt, for example. You see Brad Pitt bend over to write something on a piece of paper that's on a desk. He's angry and he's mad and he's shooting the scene and he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll sign this right now. And he bends over to sign the document and the camera cuts to a hand signing the document. It's not actually Brad Pitt's hand. Nope. They, that's always called B or, or second unit or mm-hmm. B-roll or there's a variety of terms for it. And they'll bring in Brad Pitt's stand in. He'll be in, a, in the same wardrobe and it'll be his hand that they sign you'll you'll never actually see the actors if you're not seeing their face it's not the actor yeah pretty much that's just unless you're tom cruise he's like the only he insists on doing everything there are a couple of people matthew ryan reynolds Reynolds, deadpool for the most part in fact there are there are actors where if you don't see their face it's actually not the actor if you see the back of their head it's somebody else you huh. only they will only shoot the the scenes where you see their face and they're speaking. Mm-hmm. And this is becoming so. more and more common with television shows where you yeah. can get a big name actor to promote the show. Yep. 
but they're rarely, if ever, on set. Yeah, and, and Pedro Pasqual, I, I'm, I hope I'm saying that right, he wasn't trained in, like, firearms, he wasn't trained in, like, stunt training or anything like that, so whenever there was a fight scene or a gun shootout or anything, he wasn't in the soup. It, yeah. it was him um, hanging out with Baby Yoda, like, in the cockpit, and that was pretty much all he really did, and then he did all the voice acting on top of that. Yeah. Um. So, I, I don't think it's really going to be that There are big exceptions. Of, uh, like, if you take a look at episode one, um, it was Liam Neeson, and it was Ewan McGregor and Ray Park, that did all of that fighting in those sword fight scenes oh, yeah, for episode yeah. one. Oh, yeah. uh, episode two, it was not Christopher Lee. They CGI'd Christopher Lee's face onto a to his stand-in. Mm. So much even, to Christopher Lee's chagrin. <laughs> even in the original Star Wars movies, David Prowse and Alec Guinness did the first lightsaber scene, but in Empire Strikes Back and in Return of the Jedi, David Prowse was not in the Darth Vader suit. Really? No, it was Mark Hamill who had to train and train and train, and it was actually the choreographer of the lightsaber scenes that was in the Darth Vader. Well, that makes a lot of sense. That, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. It saves so a ton this, of time. This is a very common thing, but there is something that I think is kind of weird about this, is that Pedro Pascal, he just kind of has this attitude like, well, if I can't see my face, I don't want to be, I don't want to do this. And then he didn't want to do the voice. And I, as a guy who has made his entire living using his voice, I find that really weird. Yeah, he was like kind of talking down. He's like, oh, blah, blah. Well, I don't want, if, if you can't see my face, I don't want to no be honest. And I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I know lots and lots and lots of people that have made a wonderful career out of just using their voice. Yeah. I'm one of them. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but I think um, if you flip it the other way, I think it's pretty interesting that you have guys like Anthony Daniels mm-hmm. who made an amazing career out of never showing his face. And everybody knows who he is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You have Peter Mayhew, who built a fortune as Chewbacca, never showing his face even once. Never even well, said a word in English. And yeah, outside, yeah, he actually know. never even spoke a word. Yeah. And he's he, he made millions and millions of dollars. Yes. And outside of Star Wars, you have Andy Serkis. Oh, oh Andy Serkis, yeah, yeah. who played Snoke. And so even Gollum inside of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess he is in Star Wars. But yeah. he was King Kong. He was Gollum. He was a number of Planet different... Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he was in Planet of the Apes. I mean, that, everybody knows who Andy Serkis is. And he doesn't use his face at all, ever. Or his body. Bill Nye in uh, in uh, Pirates 2. Davy Jones. Oh, oh, right. He was in one of those morph suits. He was in a computer generated and the guy who played K2SO. Oh, Alan, Alan Tudyk. Tudyk. Alan yeah. Tudyk. Yeah. He does this all the time. And they bring in the real actors who will actually do the voice. They bring in the real actors to do this. You know, this is, um, I, I've, I've referenced this a couple of different times. Uh, the guy who does Batman for the Batman animated series, Tom Conroy. I think it's his Kevin name. Conroy. Kevin Conroy. I've never actually met him. So he He's was. He's my GPS right now. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. Hey, he that's is. very that's cool. Awesome. So back in the day, he decided he was going to retire from Batman. And it was during the Arkham City game when they were doing Arkham City. He says, I'm done being Batman. I don't want to do it anymore. Uh, and we've told the story before. So I auditioned. I booked the part. Oh, my gosh. I'm Batman. I get to be Batman. And they brought me in on a motion capture stage. They put me in the suit. And they had me read a lot of the lines and do a lot of the action because they wanted to be able to match the voice with the body language. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got to wear the suit. And they put they they didn't put me in a morph suit with all the dots and all that kind of stuff. They just put me on a special 3D camera stage where they mapped absolutely everything and then had me do it. Now, as it turns out, um, Kevin Conroy ended up changing his mind halfway through this and they went, hey, sorry, we're going to pay you, but (laughs) you're out, which sucks. 
So I was Batman for a short time and then and then lost the part to the guy who should have had it to begin with. But like, hey, you were Batman. So for, for a very short time, yeah. Doesn't matter um, how long, you were still Batman. But it was cool because I got to wear the suit and the whole thing. Um, but did I care if they weren't ever going to use me in the suit for anything? Hell no. That's, yeah, I mean, that's right. just like, no. why in the world would you, why in the yeah. world would you ever care? I think Pedro Pascal is being a total moron about I think this. So too. Like that would be my dream to be a, a, a stormtrooper or a Mandalorian or something. I don't care if anyone sees my face. And it's his big just, argument is the suit is uncomfortable. It's Star Wars. Yeah. That's his big bitch. Hell. The suit is uncomfortable and I don't want to be in it. Tell listen that to, to Anthony Daniels. Listen to his yeah. book. Yeah. The stuff that he went through, and he, I mean, he took scissors to that suit. He was so frustrated. We had him on the show years ago, and he told me the story about how he needed a day off, and he was so frustrated because the fiberglass legs mm-hmm. were cutting into his ankles so bad. So he took a pair of scissors to the suit. Yeah. He attacked the C-3PO suit with scissors so that he could have a day off because he knew they'd have to fix it and they'd have oh to do gosh. different things. And he, he was wanting special repairs on the hands, too, was one of them. And his, 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 his body was so torn up doing this. Yeah. And he didn't know at the time they were actually going to overdub his voice. Mm-hmm. They brought in a variety of people to overdub. They tried out Richard Dreyfuss and a bunch of other people. Wow. Yeah. To, uh, to be the voice of C-3PO. But he still went and did it because that's acting. Yeah, I, I think this guy, uh, I, I, he really lost a lot of clout and credibility in my mind. Is it yeah. is it because he's a rising star that he wants to? Is he though? Well, I, 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 I wouldn't I wouldn't call him that. I would say if he were to continue this and he were to do multiple seasons, he'd be one of the biggest stars on the planet. Yeah, that's how if I he would were to feel. continue. Now he, that may continue to happen if he just does the voice. Yeah. But to me, yeah. it almost seems like a scheduling thing where he can go in and film voiceover for this in a much shorter period of time than he can be on set. Like, I don't know if he's getting other gigs booked or something like that, where he's like, oh, I only want to do the voice. I, my face is being shown in something else. Then for people well, who for people maybe. who don't know, a voiceover job pays as much as a regular acting job. It is very much viewed as an acting gig. Yeah. In the same respect. And it's done in a fraction of the time. There's no wardrobe. There's no makeup. Occasionally there is like the Batman thing. You'll have a short term amount of on camera stuff or they'll want to film you. If you're doing an animated thing, they'll want to film your face so that the animators can can then go in after the fact and take a look at at your expressions while you do things. So they'll film you for part of it. But for the most part, if you're doing a voiceover job, you go in and you're there for a couple hours total for the entire job. And then you'll do an hour and then you'll leave and you'll come back six months later and you'll do another hour and you'll leave and you'll come back three months later or two weeks later and you'll do more of it and then you're done and you're mm-hmm. on your way. It's the easiest money ever. Actors love voiceover jobs. So I'm confused by this entire yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, if you think about how little Mando talks, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's like, oh, I only want to be there for a couple of days, you know, film a couple lines or record a couple lines and then he's out and on yeah. to other things. I think this is a stupid, stupid move. Stupid move yeah. on his part. Yeah, it's just me. And they could get anybody to do those lines. It's not a bridge yeah. you want to burn. No. And I find it interesting that he did. You know, out of all the people in Hollywood you don't want to piss off, I think John Favreau's at the top of the list right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. And John Favreau's an actor. An actor turned director, so I think he's got probably even less tolerance for actors that behave a certain. Good point, you know. And and I've I've worked with. uh, I did a movie. This is years ago. I did a movie with uh, Naomi Campbell, the supermodel. Oh. And we had to stop the shoot for six hours because she was tired and needed a nap. What? So everyone had to sit. It's in the middle of July, but it's supposed to be winter. So we all had to sit in our wardrobe in coats. Uh, in the middle of July, 
waiting for her to wake up so that she could go back through makeup and then come out and You're do her. You're kidding me. And, uh, you wow. know. Wow. the director that would not yeah. fly. They're like, nope, sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's just that there are some people that are just out of their minds, but this guy, Pedro Pascal, definitely seems like he's one of those dudes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So That's just dumb. Uh, not cool, but I don't think it's going to, I don't, I wonder if it will affect, it's not going to affect the show for me at all. Oh, no. No. I don't think so. Honestly, I think you get through season two. You can totally recast that voice too. Well, when they took they they took the helmet off in season one, I thought it was really really awkward and actually didn't fit the show at all. It looked kind of funny. No. It looked really it funny. Did. I think I think he forced them to do that. Like that was some yeah. sort of in the closet. He's got it's this like, weird kind of Pasquale the Pizza Man mustache. Yeah, and he's like he's all scrunched. He's got like a double chin. And it's he's like, like it was, eh. <laughs> I'm Mando. It was super. And I was awkward. waiting for like IG11 go to go like it puts the helmet on. It puts the helmet on. It puts the helmet back on. It just didn't fit, so I, I'm yeah. fine with it. I don't know if you guys recall, but that was my one complaint about the finale. Oh no, it was with me too. I was like, is I felt like they should have just done a cutaway, like the helmet goes off and you see the helmet set down. But what they've done? Like they did in episode three. I don't. Yeah, know. I get it. yeah. It's they should have done that. They yeah. may go back and and reshoot that. All right, so anyway, I know I'm probably belaboring the point, but it really struck a nerve with me. It, it kind of pissed me off that well, he, you know, it, it, like, it what hits, a little shit. It's very home to you. Yeah, it, very much so. You build the crew off of your voice, and he's complaining about it, and then he's acting in Star Wars, which is a dream, and yeah. he gets he's to wear pissing it cool, away. He gets to wear one of the coolest costumes yeah. ever, and he's complaining. But it's uncomfortable. And he gets to hang out with Baby Yoda. You want to know uncomfortable? Squeeze yourself into these denim overalls. He is sacrificing <laughs> for his art right now, ladies and gentlemen. I, I also just found buttons. there is a zipper. So I'm actually, good. You, you, you actually look pretty good. Your zipper's up by your belly button, though. So you don't look terrible in those. <laughs> Aside from the moose knuckles, we really need to get you a cod piece. Uh, all right, this show brought to you in part by Chef Shammy. The holidays are coming up. Thank you, Chef Shammy, for your sponsorship. Uh, holidays are on the way. Halloween treats, Thanksgiving. Uh, Christmas treats. Think about all of this stuff coming up. You're going to need Chef Chamois butter. Yeah, oh, yeah. Start stocking up right now. They use only real butter, no natural flavors, no oils, preservatives, or margarine. Kosher and Halal. Those two brothers in Game of Thrones, those that my two favorite characters. Wasn't one played by Pedro Pasquale? <laughs> I think Pedro Pasquale played... Um, played uh, kosher? He was kosher. He played Cologne, actually. Oh. Kosher and Halal. <laughs> He played Cologne, the other brother, who was rarely seen, and he complained about that, yeah. too. <laughs> Kosher and Halal, my two favorite yeah. characters their, on Game of Thrones. Their trial by combat was great. Yes. <laughs> Gluten-free. Uh, check out RealButter.com with nearly 500 recipes, all made using Chef Chamois butter. Uh, Chef Chamois can be found at any grocery store in Utah, except Smith's. Uh, nationwide, they can be found at Sprouts, Sam's Club, <laughs> and at Amazon. Okay. Nice. Oh, you can just go get it on Amazon. Have it so drop off at your house. For sure. I, I went and tested some of the new flavors they're releasing. They're having new flavors. Oh. What? Christmas oh. is going to be good this year. Oh. Let me guess. They're, they're, they're putting bottle caps <laughs> in the butter. <laughs> or not putting bottle caps in the butter. Chunga and his bottle caps. <sighs> anyway. Uh, again, you can find them at uh, any store in Utah except Smith's, uh, Sprouts, Sam's Club, Nationwide, and Amazon, as I was saying. There are two Chef Chamois brands. There's the Chef Chamois brand, which you'll find in a colorful container in the butter section. There's also the Fresh Churn brand, which is in the clear clamshell container, which can usually be found in the deli or bakery sections. Nice and easy. Nice, I, nice, nice. Uh, Parmesan basil garlic butter, cinnamon brown sugar honey butter, Asiago and chives, strawberry honey butter, rich and creamy honey butter, lemon herb butter, black truffle butter, oh. chocolate butter. 
European style butter with pink Himalayan salt. Oh. It's amazing stuff. Yeah. It, it's oh. really, really good stuff and perfect for the holidays, don't you know? Yeah. Alrighty. Speaking of food. Yes. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but I, you know, I, I put it at the end of the summer. <clears throat> excuse me. Fires. <laughs> I, at the end of the summer, I put out an APB on Count Chocula because I couldn't find it anywhere. And people started giving me boxes of of Count Chocula. Becky uh-huh. Star and Panda. Greg Pascal gave me some. I, I got I got a bunch of boxes from. I people. don't think you're gonna have to buy any next year. Uh, no, I, we're, we're we've got a, we've got a ton. Yeah, and I'm going through it like crazy, and I'm loving it. And I'll probably eat every single box, but uh, I did get a lot of it, and so I need to do the same thing again. Elf cereal. <gasps> oh, I saw this. This is brand new. Yeah. General Mills is making elf cereal. I don't know what it's going to taste like. I, 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 is it going to have maple syrup? Spaghetti. 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 Candy, I don't know. M&M's. M&M's. Sounds like Josh's every oh. meal. I've only heard of this, but if anybody, if it's out now, you got to let me know. Because I've yeah. got to go try the elf cereal. I have oh. to have this stuff. Dude. And I'm thinking to myself, they usually put the cereal out pretty far in advance. Yeah. Right? They do, yeah. It, it's out like way in advance. Uh-huh. So if anybody can find this elf cereal, you got to tip me off and let me know. I uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> I've watched Elf already since the first of the month. Yeah. Like six or seven times. Already? Like, really? oh, no, I don't doubt it. No way. It is my favorite movie, especially if I'm in a bad mood. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, I just throw that on and I'm laughing within minutes. <laughs> I love, love Elf. This One of my good. favorites, hands down. I mean, I have to watch it every single year. And I think you watched it, what, last year for the first time? Yeah, I hadn't seen it. What? I know. Isn't that weird? Um, you live in Utah. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge. It's a classic. Yeah. Well, for whatever reason, I thought it was uh, it was Will Ferrell just being super extra and would be kind of dumb. I don't know why, because I love Will Ferrell, and I know that they had originally cast Jim Carrey to play the elf. Oh wow! To oh, play yeah. Buddy, they had mm. cast him, and for some reason, he had to back out last minute. So they brought Will Ferrell in in an emergency. It was kind of like, you're going to start filming in two days sort of thing. And they hurried and fit his costume, and he just kind of... He, he killed he it, He said, though. you're just oh. going to have to wing it. And I think he did a fantastic job, but I knew that going... Before I saw the movie, I knew all of this, and so I just thought it wouldn't be very good. Uh, Jim Con, J- Jimmy Kahn is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, everybody's, uh, everybody is fantastic in that movie. Here's That's the such thing. A this movie. role was made for Will Ferrell. Even if you're not a Will Ferrell fan, this is movies enough. To, to trick you into thinking you might be. Yeah. Yeah. They're all fantastic. Th- that movie is amazing. And I'm just pissed that I went that long without seeing it. So mm-hmm. I'm an elf fan. I love it. And I'm kind of like you, Josh. I've already started. It's weird. We and Chandler and I do this every year where we'll listen to Christmas music and watch a Christmas movie with Halloween stuff up everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll go watch Ghost Adventures. I'm the like, same it, way. With the holidays flip-flop, like within like the hour. It's like, oh yeah, we're listening to Christmas music. Let's get some pizza and watch some spooky movies. And and it's, it's like all within okay, like a couple right? minutes. Yeah. yeah, I am the same way. Like, Are I, you can really? just, I can just interchange between the two. Depends had, on my mood. I've had Christmas music going for a couple of weeks. I've now. been listening to BG Adair while working. Yes. Have you really? Yes. yes. And then, like, I go home and I watch Josh's brother on Ghost of Morgan City. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. He's been binge watching so, it. So maybe that's not so weird anymore. Back in the day when I was doing radio, I was a freak for doing this. Mm-hmm. But maybe society's shifting a little bit or maybe just having immediate access to this stuff yeah. through streaming makes it more acceptable. I don't know. I think well, Rona helps a lot this year too. I yeah. think everyone everyone needs something to look forward Everybody's to. Everybody's just ready yeah. for the holidays. some sort of positivity to, and that's Christmas. We're all just jumping yeah. on the next positive thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that that's makes what we can perfect do. sense, right? Yeah. Well, I can totally see and, that. And honestly, Tim Burton, 
you know, the Nightmare Before Christmas, I think, made it more acceptable to celebrate the two yeah. those last three months. Yeah, uh, I love it, and I'm feeling very festive, and uh, and will gladly eat some Elf cereal. I'm ready. If somebody can find some, I am yeah. glad you said cereal. Yeah, I need some Elf cereal. I, I hope it's like maple syrup. Or if anybody yeah. knows when it's being released, please let me know. I bet you anything it is maple syrup. Yeah, it's it got to be. It's got to be maple. My yeah. fear is, and Shannon told me this. Shannon's like, don't get your hopes up. I'm like, why? She's like, it's just going to be Mr. T cereal. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you um, talking about? So Mr. T back in the day, they had Captain Crunch cereal, and then they had Mr. T cereal. And all it was was Captain Crunch shaped like a T. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's like, it was just Mr. T cereal. That's all it was. It was Captain Crunch shaped yeah. like a T. They, they were just shaped like little T's. Oh I think gosh. most branded cereals like this are Lucky Charms. Yeah, just rebranded. They're just oh, it's like Cheerios. Uh-huh. Like yeah. reshaped. And then a couple marshmallows. And then marshmallows. I hope I hope that's not going to be the Elf cereal. I, I hope they use like the waffle, like the the oh, the waffle. Yeah. What was it? Not waffle crisp, but I, I, was it I know what crisp? I think it was. Yes. Yeah. Waffle crisp. Oh. It's, yeah. it's in the movie, yeah. Or pro- it's it's got to be maple syrup. It's got to be. For what he puts syrup. on the spaghetti, that's got to be that. If anybody knows, <laughs> I have to have the cereal. Yeah. We all I'm do. kind of obsessing about I'm it. I'm ready. Yeah. We'll all go buy it. Uh, all right. We're about to get to headline D&D. But first, yes. we need to thank some goblins. Ew. These guys are paying a minimum of 50 bucks a month. Tip of the spear. Oh, boy. That's no joke. Oh. These guys. I mean, think about that for a minute. That's like a cable bill. Uh, so thanks you guys yeah. uh thank you huge 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 thanks to uh to our goblins a minimum of fifty dollars a month we love you guys yes. and they are so these are all at fifty dollars a month we have taylor casper greg sky to new music podcast philip johnson guy stones chandler prince of the goblins prince, thank, prince, you, thank you thank you thank you like every one of these names are thank you thank you thank you <laughs> thank you so much thank you Summer and Brian Thatcher, Woo-hoo. Mike and Angela Wilding, Cindy, Queen of Bash. Yeah. Best-selling author, Joanna Reeder. Right. Does she have a new book coming out? I think do we so. know? Uh, yeah, I think I, she does. I think she does, yeah. We need to find out what that book is. Okay. Yes, we do. Jo- let us know. Joanna Reeder, let us know. We have the Boring Perez Sisters. Oh, oh, do they change it? They did. I think that's because of you. They're the Boring Perez Sisters? You made fun of them. Yeah. I didn't know. I just wanted. I just wanted something a little more fresh. Now, now they're just bland. Now they're boring. Yeah. Oh, that's my bad. Oh, I'm sorry, boring. We love you. <laughs> no, we need something new. Well, hi, we bland. Gotta, we got to get something new. All right, Je- we have. We also have Jessica Terry, Lord and Lady Snoffingham, yeah, Matt Nestor Burningham. Nat- I love those guys. Nat- and their Dane. Yes, and their Dane. Natalie Taylor. We love Natalie you. Taylor. Natalie Cam- Taylor. Cam- Cam- Alexa Bean. No, no, Natalie Taylor. Natalie Taylor. We, we love you, Natalie Taylor. Jennifer Grant. No, Cam, Cam and Alexa Bam. <laughs> he lied. <laughs> what? Cam said he wasn't good at golf, and then he kicked my... Oh, Did really? Did you golf with him? Did he hustled you? Yes, he hustled me. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. Okay, sorry, Josh. All right, so we have Jennifer Grant, Woo! the Easton Sisters, yes. Liz and Steph, Parker Lewis, Parker! our newest Welcome, Scotland. Parker Lewis! Nolan O'Shenanigan, Cyan Sherry Waldron. Ew. Ew, Ken Kruger, the golden voice of... Of bash. Oh my gosh! Why are you? Why are you singing these? I I'm dancing. You're, he's doing he, he this dances. thing like he's he auditioning on American Idol. I again. just I get excited reading this. I'm so I'm sorry. So we, we have Ken Kruger, Sean Big Boy Peterson, Brian yes. Miller, Greg West, Chef Shammy, Fresh Churned Butter, yes, and Andre's mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Andre's on. mom. Now we have the super goblins. Super goblins. Fifty-one fifty. Lane Hilton, the American badass. Yes. yes. Fifty-one fifty-one. Matthew Cronkite. Yep. 
At $55, we have both Dave Kelly and Ian Newland. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Ian, yes. At 55, 55, Shannon West. Who is uh, amazing, and it was awesome to see her uh, this afternoon. I, it was. <laughs> it's always good to see her. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. At $99, we have Ryan Westwood with RJ Concrete. Right. At $100, we have John F. Kennedy. Woo. At $111.11, I think I got that right. Yep. Just a Girl Jean. Yeah, 111 11 yeah. One, 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 one. Thank you, Just a Girl Jean. And then at $150 a month, we have the Evil Twin Angela. Yeah, our evil twin. And then, of thank course, you to, thank you to Quench it for, for yes, your help as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, the Holy Goblin himself. Castle. Castle. Yeah. Man. Uh, thanks, guys. All right, listen, we've got. Uh, I need to reach back here and grab this. Oh, is it time? It's whoa. time for headline DD. It's time. Erect the castle. Uh, whoa. Uh, Easy. Yeah. Uh, okay, headline DD. I have our castle, our, our die, and our castle. Yes. So right. we can, uh, we, this is, by the way, Jacob Shammy 3D printed this. So thank you, Shammy. Super cool. <laughs> uh, you ready? You ready to do I'm this? Ready. So, yeah. I'm Here's ready. the way this works. We have eight stories. We have one 10-sided die. Uh, there are two numbers on our die that one is good and one is really bad. So if we roll a 10, that's a critical hit. Good things happen in the world of D&D. That means we read four stories and you can't get a one. If we roll a one, however, the show is over immediately. Everything in between is a headline that we have not read the story to. Yes. Nope. We've only read the headlines. We don't know if the story is good. We don't know if it's bad. Let's do it. All right. First roll. Six. Yes. Oh, this one comes from our good friend Ryan Westwood. Ryan Westwood. Hey. RJ Concrete. Yep. And this one fits him very okay. well. All right. Kentucky man accused of stealing police canine, luring him out with Vienna sausages. <laughs> what? <laughs> It says a Smithfield, Kentucky. They were able to dupe a, a police canine with uh, with little little teeny Vienna sausages. Heck, if you get bar s for me, I'm I'm in. <laughs> really? Spencer's gone. Uh, Falls wow. brand. <laughs> I'll do whatever you ask. <laughs> a Smithfield, Kentucky man is accused of stealing a canine from the Henry County Sheriff's Office. His bait of choice: Vienna sausages. According to an arrest report, 26 year old Brandon Harmon was arrested. On August 26th. Why in the world would you want to steal a canine? I think the first thing that would happen is you get know. bit. I wish you put your logic there. Maybe not, he, not, he, I know he a lot of canine guys. I know a lot of canine guys. And they're like, look, if you're not the owner, don't don't even try to touch this uh -huh. thing. Maybe he lost his little dime baggie and needed help locating it. Maybe. I don't know. That's actually smart. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. He's not wrong. Uh, oh, the incident began when a deputy with the Henry County Sheriff's Office was sent to Goldette Circle in Smithfield after someone said Harmon was trespassing on their property. Okay. When, when the deputy found Harmon, he asked the deputy for a ride to Macoon County Road, where Harmon said he would point out a weed trimmer that had been stolen. Wait, what? How does this have anything to do with the dog? <laughs> this is getting weirder and weirder. Well, it is Kentucky. He did identify the weed trimmer, it says, but it was not the one in question. Where's this weed trimmer coming I don't know that what this has to do with the dog. No sense. At that point, Harmon changed the subject and asked the deputy if, if the Henry County Sheriff's Office knew what happened to its canine that had been taken from a deputy's property on August 8th. The canine... He's the guy that stole it. The canine was missing for some time before it was found later that month. When confronted what he knew about the canine's brief disappearance from the fenced-in property, Harmon allegedly told the deputy... He had something to do with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
So he found his dime bag <laughs> oh. and he didn't need the dog <laughs> anymore. Just, and he says, I coaxed him out with a Vienna sausage. <laughs> Harmon told the deputy according to the re- arrest report. Wow. Well, uh, I love how there's wow. a random weed trimmer in there's there. There's so much about that story I don't get. <laughs> that is Kentucky. All right. Ryan, thanks well, for saying that was great. There you go. Wow. All right, next story. Here we go. Rolling now two. <laughs> two. This one comes appropriately from Brent two. Hey. Oh, nice. Okay. Woman, woman catches Amazon driver mid-squat pooing in her garden. There's a picture. Oh. Oh, there's, I always cool. worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a picture. And they're eight. very busy, and they're on a very tight schedule. See? Let's squatting. See. Oh, yeah, she's doing her business. That's, she's that's squatting. Right that's, a, that's, a, that's a squat. Drop, dropping yeah. some it's wolf a squat. Yeah. <laughs> NHS counselor Sharon Smith, 53, said she was cooking in her kitchen when a van pulled up outside of her home. Yeah. A man ran. Oh, that's a man. Ooh. That's a dude. Oh, that's a dude. A dude. Oh, just like a chick. So he zooms in. Uh. Um, yeah. I kind of verify. <laughs> a man ran from the vehicle towards her garden with... And she followed him, suspecting he could be stealing some wood. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? <laughs> but the mum of two caught the man mid-squat, not, defecating. Not, 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 uh, not stealing, donating. No. Donating. The mum of two caught the man mid-squat, defecating on her property among the trees. And promptly called the police. I think defecating is such a gross word. It really, it really is. is. Yeah. Like poo, like poo, poo. is like that's poo like, is like so much less. That's like genitalia. <laughs> yeah, that's just like, like a gro- That's the grossest. Next to guacamole, it's like one of the grossest <laughs> words ever said. So she confronted him. Sharon said he even asked her what the problem was and got aggressive as he tried to leave. So he's what like, is she? Con- obviously, she knows what's going on. The dude had to poo. He had to poo. Yeah. I don't like. Well, no, no, no. A- the the guy asked what her problem was. Oh, oh like he, he thought oh. it was like weird, he's pooping. But... And he's like, "What's your problem?" Yeah. And and then tried to leave. <clears throat> yeah. She yeah. said, "I asked what the heck he was doing, and he just remained pooping whilst asking me what my problem was. <laughs> the cheek of it. Oh, like, what's your problem, mate? <laughs> he was having a conversation while pooping. <laughs> that was like the one time I was we were filming a documentary up in Seattle, and we were filming at yeah. some some just a house that we rented out for the documentary. Uh-huh. And the the lady who was owning it, she was like in her thirties. She's like, oh yeah, come on and make your guys yourselves at home. So like yeah. everyone's in there, we loaded a bunch of gear, and I had to poop. And so I'm in there pooping, and some like seventy year old dude just comes opening up the door and walks in. He's like, how yeah. are you doing? And starts washing his hands. Yeah. As I'm pooping. No. Yes, I had a, I'm like sitting there, I'm like holy shit. Yeah, it was yeah. bad. No, I had I had I had a very similar problem happen once. No joke. I'm at the Canyons, Park West, actually. No, it was the Canyons. Uh, Oingo Boingo's playing, getting ready to play. Uh-huh. I'm having dinner with Oingo Boingo. We're having dinner. And uh, oddly enough, it was Mexican food. Go figure. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and Danny Elfman goes into the bathroom. He's got to go take a leak. I am like, uh, I, I have to go too. So I go into the bathroom. So I'm standing next to Danny Elfman. We're both, we're both doing our business, mm-hmm. right? And in walks a dude, a uh, roadie, probably about 700 pounds. And there's a there's a toilet there, but it's like the saloon door kind of things. Uh, so there's a, it's like those double door saloon door kind of swinging shutter yeah. door kind yeah. of things. Kind of fans things and out. This is in, um, we're eating in a place like the resort is shut down. It's summertime. And they're doing some remodeling work in a kind of a dining area of this restaurant that is currently shuttered uh, because it's summer. So we're standing in the bathroom and this guy walks in and one of the shutter doors is gone and the other one is is wide open. Uh-huh. And the guy just walks in, takes off all of his clothes <laughs> no. and sits down and just blows his guts out. 
He knew it was going to be a messy one. <laughs> While we're standing there peeing. No. And it was disgusting. You just went up the story, Chunga. We're both. Uh, I, know, I, story. I know I totally did, but we're both in, and I don't know what to do because I don't know if what, what Danny is thinking about this. And he's just stone silent, and then I hear this. <laughs> and it's Danny Elfman trying not to laugh. And then I start laughing, and the, the little partition in between us starts shaking because we're both trying not to laugh because we're standing there, and we both don't know what to do. We're long since done peeing. You guys are still standing And we're there. both standing there because we don't because the guy's looking right at us, right? Because uh, the door's open, and he's just like, hey, dudes. He's just staring at us, uh -huh. blowing his guts out. Uh -oh. Like the guy blew an O-ring. Fully nude. Just no clothes on. awful. He removed everything. Not, wow. a, not a stitch of clothing on him. What what is that thought process like? Do you walk in and be like, yeah, this is gonna be a good one? And I don't think he doesn't want the stench to cling to his clothes. I don't know if he was just uh, I don't know what his logic was, but it was like uh, I mean, some people have those. I, I went into LAX once, and then I walked into the bathroom at LAX, and there's a line of like forty urinals, and there's like a ninety year old dude, and his pants are around his ankles, and he's got his shirt tucked up under his chin. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I've seen that in, in public oh, bathrooms. Yeah, like that's, that's just how they learned how to pee when they were kids, and the guy's like ninety and still grew doing out of that. So I, people have weird bathroom habits. So we didn't, we really didn't know what to do, and so I just kind of looked over at, at Danny, and we both just kind of zipped up and ran out as fast as we could, <laughs> and then it was just in hysterics. hysterics. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to wrap this story up, it just says. After reporting the incident on July 26, Amazon told the driver would be removed from his duties while they investigated, and she was promised a gift voucher from Amazon as a goodwill gesture. Oh, oh that's man. nice. Oh, yeah. Well, there, there it is. Yeah. yeah, I will never forget that story ever. <laughs> and my, a buddy of mine, Dave, Dave Tester, was it was uh, was out. He was with me and 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 eating dinner there uh -huh. uh, with the band. And we came out and we were just beat red and just crying. And he's like, what happened? What happened? And I told him, I said, there's a dude in there. He's like 700 pounds, walked in and just took everything off. And he's in there blowing his guts out. And he's like, oh, I have to go see this. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? what? So he went running in. Yeah, he went, well, he walked in and he said the smell was so bad. He went in and did like a U-turn uh -huh. and walked right back out. He goes, you weren't kidding. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen oh, in my life. Oh, man. A guy that's just like that comfortable with himself that he could just... Yeah. Strip everything off and just go to town. You know what? I I hold that man on a high pedestal because Boy, he is that comfortable. Yeah, like, I, I no, wish I'm, we were I'm all okay that, that comfortable with our bodies. That's like me. I was not pooping me. and some old guy's like, hey, how are you doing? I thought I was like, alone in the house. I'm like, you're okay with this? Yeah, no, no, no. no, no okay. Good morning. You, when I first got married, I had to go back home to my parents' house to poop for like the first three months. Oh, that's so going to be me. <laughs> yeah, that's healthy. so oh, no. going to be okay, me. One more roll. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. Oh, sorry. Let's go. Oh, oh shoot! Is it a one? I, I cursed yeah, it. A yeah, one. it's a one. Oh. All right. I rolled Crap. it and it didn't roll, and then I kind of tapped it. It's a one. Show's I had a over. Really fun one about a parrot too. All right, guys. Sorry, <laughs> that's a, that's the show. We will see you on Thursday. Everyone, have a great uh, beginning to your week. Yes. And remember, Halloween, Christmas, nobody cares, man. You do you. <laughs>